and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to another edition of Karaoke Cast. I'm your host, Pomp, and I'm here with my co-host. Say hello. Aloha. This is T-Dog. We are uh, short mud tonight. He said to tell all the fans he was on a Jamaican vacation to Hedonism 2, but I think uh, in actuality he's just pining over the Nuggets a uh, heartbreaking loss tonight and couldn't bring himself to to face the world. But we're going to carry on without him. We've got uh, Donald, a special guest in the studio today. Donald is a, a karaoke singer He's around karaoke town. karaoke legend. Karaoke legend. In Donald the local area. Sings some great tunes and has some great insights on karaoke. So we're going to be talking to Donald and taking uh, Mud's place. We have got uh, Lucy tonight, my beautiful wife Lucy here to help us celebrate Mother's Day. I don't know if this will get posted on Mother's Day or a day after, but we're going to honor mothers today. And Lucy is a mother, has a mother, loves a mother, so she'll be doing a number to uh, honor mothers today. Hello, everybody. All right. Say hello, Donald. Sorry. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> right on. So we're going to kick right off with the interview with Donald. Uh, Trav, do you got a few questions, or, or what do you want to ask Donald today? I do. So Donald... Uh... How long have you been doing karaoke? Oh, I'd say since 99. All right, so that's quite a few years. Off and on for a little while, but pretty steady for the last 15. So what kind of attracted you to doing karaoke as a form of recreation? What kind of drew you to it? Well, uh, I had a lot of wrong words to songs, and karaoke helps me find the right words. I love music. I love people, and it's a way I can make people happy, so... If I make other people happy, it makes me happy. That's good. Yeah, right on. So, uh, Donald, do you have a certain type of music or genre of music that you like to sing or a certain era that you like to kind of stick with or that you're kind of drawn to? Mainly 80s and some 50s. Those are my favorites. I do others too, but mainly 80s and mainly 50s. Okay, good. Where do you kind of do your karaoke at? Do you have a certain number of local places that you like to hang out in and you know what makes a good karaoke venue for you well first thing is you got to have top-notch bartenders I mean, oh yeah even though i'm not an uh, alcohol drinker except for twice a year uh they, you got to have good good help so you at least get your drinks and good good foods good but i also look for good bathrooms you want a place where you can be comfortable and not have to worry about somebody not wanting to have a good time and a good KJ is a big bonus. Yeah, so what what for you makes a good KJ? What kind of qualities do they possess that kind of helps you to enjoy your night a little bit better? Um, well, first of all, a, a KJ's got to be friendly. Mm-hmm. They've got to have people skills. Mm-hmm. There are a few that don't, and that, that's really rough. Right. Uh, I like to see them treat everybody nicely. Mm-hmm. I like to see that they have some technical expertise or tech in it be able to affect the music because they can make you sound bad or good depending on how they do and some of them know how to run equipment some of them don't I think I get the ones who don't that's why I would sound like crap I think well and they get attitudes too they're people too but I try to be nice to them they have also another thing that makes a good KJ is how they determine their lists Mm -hmm. some of them keep track of it very well Mm -hmm. some do not some can let you drown too Mm -hmm. I mean there's a good KJ will if, if you're singing a song that's new and you're not very familiar with it or say it's off, they will sometimes help you on the mic. Those are the, those are the best KJs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't sit there and make fun of you. Give you a little support and jump in there. 
Yes. Help you out with it? As long as you're, yeah, if you're drowning. Right. Not if you're doing good, because right. it messes up. You don't want to, you don't want to steal your thunder. Right. Yeah. You want to rescue you. I've been on that rescue and yeah. quite a bit. I like that you said bathrooms are our number one concern because it seems like a lot of karaoke joints I go to have the worst restrooms ever, man. Like T Dog went to Club Corner. I think there was, the stall was about two feet wide. What would you say? Yeah, well, my cheeks were hitting both the both the walls. Yeah, and it was it was cool because uh, you know I'm, I'm in there trying to. You know, take a an unexpected number two. Well, well, yeah, yeah, it's a Mother's Day special. But anyway, a fight broke out inside the inside the restroom while I was inside the stall. That's what, that's when you're trying to prop the door. I was trying foot. to prop the door open with my hand because <laughs> it was swinging back and forth, and two guys were getting in a fight right outside the door. So I was trying to do my business while holding the door shut with one hand, and it was a it was a an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to sing down there for a little while, and that night, that bathroom gave me nightmares by going through there. Uh, yes. A little TMI, but you go in being okay, and I'm a big guy, and uh, I can't do it now because I'm a wheelchair, but uh, you get stuff on your arm going in on the left arm, and, I'm, and then stuff on your arm on the right thing, because it's so bad, people sometimes, when there's nobody watching, urinate on the wall. Nice. So, so... You, it's a great club. It's a fantastic room, lots of space. But I hate their bathroom, so I'll never be oh, back until they fix it. That's one of the classic bathrooms. They got the big bathtub uh, trough urinal full of ice that you pee on the ice. I don't understand that, but that's classic. Yeah, oh, you haven't been in there, but yeah, full of ice, and then I guess it helps to smell. I don't know. But anyway, we're digressing here. Yeah, we're digressing. We're Donald, did you want to hit us with a number? You like 80s? Sure. How about doing some... Uh, I've heard you do some Killer Brian Adams. You want to do some of that? I would love to. All right, grab the mic. We don't actually have a mic, but uh, grab the fake mic and let's uh, <laughs> let's get it going. Reminds me of Mr. Hickey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you, Donald. That was nice, man. That brings me back to the 80s when Brian Adams was like Elvis or something there for a few years. What else did Brian Adams do? Summer 69. Summer 69. Got my and Heaven. Six String. Heaven. Yeah. This one was from a movie, Robin Hood. Was this something? from Robin Hood? I remember yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner. I never saw that. I could never bring myself to see it. Kevin Costner didn't have an English accent at all. He just... Didn't bother to learn. Yeah, what he, he didn't just, care. He didn't care. <laughs> he, was he was Costner. Just, he was just gonna act in English. He yeah. Care. He Costner never cares. Like the uh, what was that one? The Indian one where he was. Like, he didn't care. <laughs> that one. Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah. He was just like, I'm Kevin Costner. I'm, I'm bad acting Kevin Costner. I'm learning dialects yeah. for this. Waterworld. He was like, I'm Kevin Costner again. You guys hate me. I'm still Kevin well, nice Costner. Nice thing about that song, that song and uh, the Argo Speedwagon, I, I can't take, the, uh, I, I can't fight this feeling. Mm-hmm. Were my two most played songs when I was homesick when I was in the Navy with thousands of miles from my home. Oh so yeah. So when it was on a jukebox, it made me reminisce, but made me happy. Oh, uh, you used to be in the Navy, huh? Yeah. Did you do uh, any karaoke in the Navy? No, I didn't. No. But I, after I, that, I listened to many jukeboxes. Yeah. All right, I got some. I got a question. This is as much for T Dog and you because I've noticed both of you guys. And the other night, Friday, or what was it Thursday? came in you were singing uh mother's day theme songs mm-hmm. and i know t-dog likes to theme it up if, if an artist dies or something he'll sing At songs least. from that artist mm-hmm. so talk to me about how you pick your songs and how you guys pick themes i i, I must not be to that level yet because i don't think in themes but I, I like how you theme it up for a night for an evening well i know i like to theme it up for the good holidays like fourth of july i try to do patriotic songs uh-huh. you know mother's that Day's lee greenwood songs. one yes and uh christmas songs for christmas and especially uh halloween songs those are real hard to do oingo boingo and and uh the doors and stuff like that uh-huh. uh but i also look at a bar and i try to you know, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can get an idea of what some people like. The ladies tend to like certain songs more, like you, you can't go wrong with Journey or any of that stuff with the ladies. The guys, if they're coming home from work and stuff, and, you know, if they're a little scraggle with beard or look a little southern, southern songs work, but also the uh, little bit harder rock songs work because they want to hear something that they can just lose themselves in while they're drinking their beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see some old people, I should say I'm an old person now, but older people, uh, sometimes play something that they might remember from their, t- their their time in either high school or a happier time. That's why I like the 50s, because every once in a while you'll see somebody, and you know that they might not have heard a song for weeks, months, years. And you play that song, you bring a special moment to them, that yeah. moment. And that's why I choose my songs, is to try to make everybody happy. And it's hard, because sometimes there's two or three different kinds of genres in a bar. Mm-hmm. I like how you just stereotype the crowd, though, and then figure out what they're like. like <laughs> there's some bearded dudes, you sing some Southern, there's some oldsters, you sing some 50s. I think ch- your, your, your track, more T-Dog, is expiring artists, right? Name some that uh, you've done oh, some tribute nights to. Yeah, like... Expiring when, artists. Expiring uh, are expired, I guess. Well, yeah, like when, uh, when Aretha Franklin passed away, <sighs> like a year or so ago, uh, sung some of her songs. Uh, when Tom Petty passed away, of uh-huh. course, that was a big, uh, a big week after yes. that. Karaoke wise, a lot of people were kind of celebrating Tom Petty's life and music through karaoke. David Bowie, of course, things like that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he passed away. Uh, Glenn Frey uh, of the Eagles. Um, you know, when folks like that pass away, of course, then people like to kind of remember them by. You know, giving their own tribute to them through uh, karaoke. So yeah, it's always fun. Well, I mean, 
It's we sad when you lose, you know, an artist, but then you go to karaoke and you're like, I didn't realize they put out all this good stuff, you know, and you get mm-hmm. to hear those songs again, people interpret them. That's always, uh, always fun. All right. All right. One more question from me for uh, Donald. And I don't know if you got an answer for this, but is there a song you would never sing or you would never sing again or you would never even attempt to sing? Uh, that would probably be Afro Man. Afro Man? Because I love the chorus. It's a great song. Which one? What, how's it go? Uh, Colt 45, two zigzags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, it, it's, uh, the problem is, is um, I deal with a lot of songs that have sometimes have bad lyrics and if there's a lot of bad lyrics in them, yeah. I... I'm, a, I'm I'm not a saint, but I don't like to use the F word, the N word, the any of that nasty stuff. I, I'll laugh at it, and I'll sing along, and I'll leave those words out. But uh, it bothers me because yeah. of my own personal moral code. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely think it's a cool song, but I could never sing it. Key Dogs, anything you wouldn't sing? Anything I wouldn't sing? There's a lot sing? of stuff you would sing. What wouldn't you sing? Uh... Probably wouldn't sing the song Tequila because there's only one word. Oh, no, yeah, that was a good one. So, uh, you stand you know, up why, why bother, right? Why, <laughs> well, if you don't feel like singing, you can participate, but you don't got to put feel yourself like out there. that night. Just don't sing. Don't put your name in. Don't get up there and go with your people to word. stare at you. <laughs> Would you help somebody sing it to just get them introduced to karaoke with that? Well, I don't know if you're going to get much of an introduction to karaoke by just singing one word at the end, but I don't know how much that's going to. Kind of help you to get over your fear, but it'll be that's because it'd be almost harder to do that song because you have to stand up there. Well, the problem, the, the reason why I said that is I've known several people that got started that way. It took them a while, they end up going to other songs, but they have to get over that stage fright first before they get to the singing part, you know. Right. And so that's how you get people up in background. They won't try anything. Sometimes start them off on baby songs like tequila. All right, um, I got a Lucy, question. what question you got for uh, Donald? You got um, anything? Yeah, what's some of the biggest challenges that a newbie faces? Well, uh, you, you're, you're worried about how close you are to the stage. You're worried about whether people are going to sit there and jeer you. Um, oh, yeah. Also, if you have a disability, like I have a disability, I don't have mid, middle hearing, and, and uh, I worry about, you know, getting the words wrong. Sometimes you could also, you know, it's it's hard to do sometimes in front of your family and friends too because right. everybody's got cameras now and you're afraid somebody's gonna take catch you and you're worried about how you look you're worried about whether it's sounding good because sometimes you can't hear yourself when you're singing mm-hmm. you, you're worried about songs you can find that in your voice range right. and sometimes That's your a voice big range challenge I think yeah for newbies for sure yeah and some people's voice range changes too like oh, there's yeah. nights I can sing high high uh-huh. and nights I can't so you kind of find out what that first song where you're going to go sometimes uh, on song choices too but uh, also if you've never sung before and like to sing but you're worried it's good to get somebody up there with you mm-hmm. and try to do a more familiar song or also pick a song you know that some people in the bar will sing along with you because mm-hmm. then it kind of breaks that side. but once you get hooked you're hooked <laughs> that's true and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah it's just and it's it's and also if you if you go to karaoke for all these people that want to go karaoke you don't have to sing. Go a couple times, clap for people. Just enjoy it. And sometimes if you ask, sometimes you somebody will sing a song you like because that maybe they know it and it'll make you happy because you it's in a way of participating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 we need all the people that clap too. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the of the karaoke experience. You don't have to sing, but it is you enjoy it better if you sing. Right. I I got a pro tip. You know, we talk about hitting the high notes. 
And what I'll do sometimes is put a chip clip on my testicles before I go. And I'll hit those highs. But then sometimes I don't do that. And then people are like, where's the high? It's a small, it's yeah. a small chip clip. This is a, well, it's a small chip clip, but that's a pro tip for the starters out there, the newbies. For it's like some for may it's enjoy like for that some. Well, some may enjoy it. I don't enjoy it, but like some may enjoy it. It's like a size chip bag. Hey, hey, it's a modest size chip clip, man. Did All we right. already cover this? What do you look Yeah, for? you okay. need to make up another question because we already covered that. <laughs> well, everybody else had their questions written down. Lucy, <laughs> I know you can do um, it. What's your favorite song that you've ever done at karaoke? Well, I love Mr. Mr. Kiri. Um, How it, does that go? Is it the one like... Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really good. I I, I also love uh, the the songs that deal with the Cold War that that people don't now they don't know what the song is about because even though we are like in our the second Billy Cold Joel War, one, or? Um, well, like uh, Genesis, uh, Atlantic Confusion, oh, uh, okay. but uh, uh, Silent Running is one of my favorite songs of all time, and people love that song but they don't know what it's about unless they're old like me oh. and stuff. But it's 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 talking about surviving when the world comes against the United States eventually because they hate us for our, our popularity in the group, you know, becoming big and some of the people they dealt with haven't been very nice in our name, so. So you feel a connection with other people that have been through that with you? Is that why you like the Cold War songs? Well, well I, I like it because it, it tells people to still be aware about it. It uh -huh. hasn't gone away. It's just uh, changed focus. Uh -huh. uh, how, how many people would be ready... Uh, now, if the water got shut off for two weeks or even months, uh, most cities wouldn't be able to deal with it. You would, how many people keep spare water anymore? Uh, same way with food supplies. Uh, poor smokers, I tell you, when we go to war next, uh, tobacco's going to be shutting down quick, so you better store, stock up on some. Stock up on smokes. You've heard it here first, folks. You know what I think uh, I consider your specialty? Because I've been into Jake's, you know, a few times, and, you know, quite a few times you've been in there. I, I, I characterize it like island songs or like... Yeah, uh, I would say so know, too. I don't know what the what genre is, but I've heard you sing like... Uh, Banana Boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana, <laughs> Banana Boat. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. You kill that one. I know. And people that love that song. Oh, yeah. I, I used to have to sing that every week at Jake's for almost <laughs> yeah. a year. Oh, yeah. I'd have three or four ladies come up to me begging me and <laughs> yeah. practically mugging me with hugs and kisses till I'll do it. Hey. That's Nothing how you get him to sing that. it. Right. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Donald, is there anything we didn't uh, we didn't ask you that you want to talk about as far as karaoke, as far as uh, your history, or, or anything at all? I do want to say, don't give up on karaoke. Uh, it, it's a stress reliever. It helps you relieve, even though you're not going in there for stress. You cannot remain angry after singing a couple songs unless you're singing like grunge music and trying to be angry. <laughs> so Metallica. Um, also, don't sing Quiet Riot for your first song because you will have no voice later. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Good but tip. it's a fun. Uh, but uh, I knew there's a lady, I'm not going to mention her name here, used to go to Jake's every year, her and her husband, they both sang. Uh, but she didn't sing for five years. She wouldn't get up on stage. She had stage right, but she knew every song. She would dance. She would sing in her chair. So I knew she knew music. And I knew she loved music. So after a couple times of going up there with me and then backing her up a little bit, uh, now she sings beautifully like an angel all the time. And she still says, thank you for getting me started. Oh, nice. For five years, she didn't sing at all. And she went every week. T-Dog has talked about that on the program before. The, the stress relief. The, the therapeutic yeah, aspect you. of it. Yeah. it. It is therapeutic. It's uh, it's uh, in the therapy game what we call... Uh, 
it's like uh, you get yourself used to something by doing it over and over again. So you get up there and do karaoke over and over, and it's going to help you get over your stage fright and your, uh, your shyness and your uh, self-consciousness. It's kind of re- one of the reasons I started doing it myself because I did have pretty bad stage fright years ago, but after doing it a long time now, I'm not so much worried about what anybody thinks. Anyway, I do it for me and not for anybody yeah. else. I'm not the headliner. No one's coming to see me. Or no, I don't know about that, Tito. No one's paying money Don't to be see so me. honest. So I clap for everybody. I don't care how bad you do. I will always clap and cheer right. for you because you got up on stage. Here's what strikes me always is like karaoke. Like if you went and you were with your friends or your coworkers or your family and they said, sing some Mr. Mister. Most people would be like, no, I'm not singing a song for you right here. But yeah, on stage in front of a group of 80, 90 total strangers... You'll just break it out, you know? Even 10 strangers can be tough, depending on how they look. Yeah. Oh, I do want to thank God for giving me the talent to entertain people and to make other people happy, because that's what makes me happy. Yeah. And you can tell also, if your song's going good, if you see people, because they get up on the dance floor or not, that doesn't matter, but that helps a little bit. But you see somebody nodding their head... Or just kind of do, you know, just kind of recognizing the song. They like the song. Even if they may not say nothing, even if they don't clap, you know you've touched them. Yeah. You've affected them. Yeah. That's true. And hopefully always for the best. And you can make people in bad moods end up having good moods. Yeah. And it's a a life-changing experience. I go the other way. Like, I start and then I look out. (laughs) People are balancing their checkbooks. They're, uh, they're talking amongst themselves. That's not uh, true. They're searching the internet. I'm like... They start out happy, and now they're like, ah. Oh. But uh, it can go both ways. Is that what you're going for? No, it's just what happens. It's just what happens. Also, little known fact. Most KJs, if you become friends with them, which happens after a while, will even let you tell a joke or two sometimes when you get up there. You just got to ask first. Hmm. You know, or if you don't want to sing, but you want to hear a person's song, sometimes they'll even play it for you. It just helps put a little dollar, two, three in a tip jar. It gets, gets their attention pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Some people put 20s. I've seen that. 20s? Yes, I have. Whoa. There's some big shooters here. Uh, Should we move on with uh, the Mother's Day extravaganza? We have a featured act. Uh, Lucy is here. My beautiful wife, Lucy. Mother of two children. Daughter of one mother. (laughs) As most (laughs) people are, I guess. uh, Is going to sing a mother-related song for us. What do you you got for us today, Lucy? Okay, well, Pomp asked me to sing something for the mothers, and I think he had in mind like a tribute to mothers, but I kind of went a different way with it. Oh, you took it a different way. Okay. So this is from Chicago. All right. Uh, When You're Good to Mama, but you need have to get it ready for me. Okay, yeah. We'll cue this up. (laughs) Donald, did you have something? Yeah, I was going to say, what's that day that's special to mothers? What do you mean? What, what day? What's that day? Uh, what day is special to mothers? It's Mother's Day, <laughs> No, it's every day because we love all our mothers. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. He almost didn't suck us into that. We were like, "What, Donald? Donald? I thought you said you were sober. It's Mother's Day." Okay. Trying to get that off last night. Nobody caught it either. <laughs> <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, the keeper of the keys, the countless of the clink, the mistress of Murderer's Row, patron. Ask any of the chickies in my pen. They'll tell you I'm the biggest mother hen. 
to the balls thing you got. Probably. <laughs> Was there an actual line, if you want my gravy, pepper my ragu? What does that, that, is, that mean? Uh, well, you know, ragu is a type of spaghetti sauce. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, so, yeah. Alright. I, mean, I never knew how dirty that song was. I I've been to Chicago at the dinner theater and I didn't know it was but what I was hearing. So take it as a mother and her chickies kind of yeah. maybe. Oh, and yeah. make mom laugh. That's what Mother's Day's about. Make That's her right. laugh, make her relax. That's right. That's what she was doing. So that'll uh, we're gonna have the song challenge coming up, but pre song challenge, I wanna challenge all our listeners to just go up to mama. And sing a song, right? Either that one, or if you don't want to get that dirty, <laughs> pick one of your own and just break a song out for uh, for your mom. All right, should we uh, get to the song challenge now? Tell Donna what the song challenge is. Uh, the song challenge is just uh, when you kind of encourage the listeners to kind of 
to either a certain genre of music or uh, music from a certain artist or a certain song that that you like to sing and just kind of challenge them to try and uh, uh, give it a go and see what they can do with it. So, uh, Donald, you got a song that maybe you like to challenge our listeners to try karaoke-wise? Well, if you want a good challenge that's fun and a very popular song, Michael Jackson has some hard ones. Oh, yeah. I uh, think ABC, that song. ABC, ABC, one, two, three. ABC, one, two, three. How's that? I, I lost it there. That's all I know. It's easy as one, two, three, for you and me, girl. It looks easy. It will challenge you. you might I've done it once, and I, I'm afraid to do it again. Yeah. I, I, it's, I love it, the song. I just, it goes way fast, and you got to be able to change your voice with it and get all the words right. I, I miss a few words and so I was like, I would have to practice that a lot. To, to you gotta borrow my chip clip, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just cheat and get somebody that sings it real good with me so I, I, they can get the words I skipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I've done that with duets too. Where you have a duet and you, you get so far behind you're like, I hope the other person's got this. Yeah. <laughs> Take a sip of that beer or whatever. Oh, by the way, something I do want to mention Yeah. is I don't I, I, I particularly drink icy you can drink other drinks other than alcohol at bars as long as you're supporting a the bar they don't mind mm-hmm. but uh, I get offered drinks all the time so if you get really good at karaoke people will offer you drinks wow. I'm just letting you know I, I went to one bar and I got offered over 45 that night no wow. I kid you not that wow. was Ralston by the way <laughs> I had, they were all trying to get me drunk. I was like, oh, are you trying to take advantage of me? What's going on? <laughs> well, Lucy, you been offered uh, drinks for singing karaoke? No. no. Well, I don't think so. No. no really? Me neither. No. I thought there was an offer for T Dog. Sometimes you get that free one from the establishment for, for singing karaoke. Yeah. Oh, remember when we went to, uh, maybe remember we went to Club choice. Corner? The other night, and if you sang a song, they gave you your card back, and you got a free shot of Windex. Mm, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was actually Windex. Was, I don't think it was, it was a drink. I know it was blue. I'm not sure it was, what was in it. I think it was Windex. I drank some. I took some out to my car and did the windows, the mirrors. It was nice. Yeah. All right. Well, so I want to give a couple shout-outs here. I want to give a shout-out to Kazo, a listener who asked for a shout-out. Uh, the Troubadour still wants his question answered about the drunkest karaoke <laughs> story, but we still gotta, someone's gotta have the memory to remember their drunkest story so we can present it on this show. But I wanna give a shout out to Kazo, the Troubadour, and all our listeners. We uh, appreciate all our listeners taking their time, their valuable time on the way to work, vacuuming the house, whatever you're doing while you're listening to podcasts, and spending it with us. If you have a question for, uh, T-Dog, for Lucy, for Donald, or for myself, Pomp, you can always get a hold of us at karaokecast at AOL.com, and it's still in business. Email us. You might just email us so I can see if that account's working, you know, make sure it's still uh, it's still working. So we're at karaokecast at AOL.com. Donald? Uh, I just want to say, I, I go to Jake's Roadhouse on Thursdays and Ross on Fridays. Sometimes on Wednesdays, I go to uh, someplace called the Cordial Lounge. And then I outpost on Saturday. If I'm there, come say hi. Uh, feel free to ask me any questions you want. I'm a, I'm usually in a wheelchair except for Jake's. Uh, and I'm willing to talk or help or whatever. And I, I might not know a song, but maybe I'll give you some advice. Yeah. 
Right on. Well, thanks for that. And thanks for being our guest today. You've been a great guest thanks for, for Karaoke Cast. Thanks for taking your time, uh, even on Nuggets uh, Finals Day, although they lost. Hopefully this, this Karaoke Cast will boost people up from the Nuggets loss. We can win next year. We'll get them next year. Hey, I got to yes. go. We got to get some famous people on your podcast to sing with us, like some Nuggets or, or maybe some Broncos or some. That would be cool. Man. How many cool. people would like to have that if we could talk one of them to coming down and just hanging out for a little bit? Hmm. That would be cool. I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can make Possibly it happen. They may say it a hundred great. times, but you might get that <laughs> guard or a receiver or a yeah. defensive guy that wants to – just wrap it out or something. Yeah. T-Dog, you know any famous people in the uh, city? I really don't. No. <laughs> Lucy, you got anyone you can contribute? Uh, I don't know. No? I'll think about it. All right. We'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, I think uh, that is probably it for this evening's podcast. Thanks again for joining us. This is Pomp signing off. Uh, this is T-Dog saying aloha. I'd like to uh, wish uh, my mother... Uh, Sue, uh, happy Mother's Day. Uh, she passed away uh, last October. Sorry. And uh, I know wherever she's at, uh, she's uh, watching over me. And uh, just want to say uh, still miss you, still love you, and uh, happy Mother's Day. And, and all of us kids uh, all wish you well, and uh, we all love you. So... Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy sir. Mother's Day, Happy everyone. Mother's Day. And everyone else. Yes, Amen. All, the mothers. all right. Thanks, everyone. Love me, Kevin. Love me.